Hey, this is Fox Valley Voice with Bree Hayes. And Jaime Gutierrez. Hello. Hello. Hi. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It is time for us to chat again. Yes, yes. And how? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, apparently it's the four-year anniversary of when you recorded your first podcast episode it is isn't that wild yeah so that was uh Rivertown Life a uh much beloved uh local podcast back in the day back in the day four years ago yeah what uh are there any thoughts you wanted to share about about that old show of yours i mean no not really i'm i'm grateful that you produced it for me it's a grand experiment got me into the podcast world glad to be back yeah glad to be back with you and that episode wasn't it me interviewing you are you interviewing me? Something like that? Something like that. That sounds about right. It was the two of us yeah. and just us for that first episode. I think it was us setting up the show and trying to figure out what it was going to be. I think it was. That's really cute. I feel like that's our strong <laughs> that's that's our strong suit. That's really our greatest ability as podcasters is to <laughs> I mean, we both are process people. We are, we are both both process people. Oh God, I just realized that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. Um, how are you showing up today? How am I showing up? Yeah. What does that mean? Is that like a I fancy mean, way of saying? Are you? Are how, you how are you doing? Are you? Where you? Pres- where you at? Are you present in your life today? Is that what you're trying to say? Um, no, because like that would be, um, I mean, sure, maybe it's about like, for me, it's like a better way than like, how are you? I don't like the, how are you? How are you? Um, how are you, Jaime? I'm not going to ask you that, but how are you showing up? Like last week, uh, yeah, it was a little bit rough. I was struggling last week. No, I'm, uh, much better, much better now. Although I am still wondering, how long do you get to blame the whole time change thing on on anything that's going wrong in your life? Is there a statute of limitations? I don't think there is. I really don't. I mean. (laughs) Because I'll tell you what, on Saturday night, I gave up and it was only like 730 and I, I just... I just quit and I laid down and fell asleep and didn't get up until 12 hours later. Well, in some ways you probably got the extra hours that you missed that entire week. Because that's the thing about springing forward is like you were legit losing an hour. Um, So the first time you lose an hour, it's extra hard but then you keep losing hours. So you just, um, you put them back in the bank and 
maybe maybe you're in, that's why you're in a better place now. Uh, I hope so. I am ready to put that whole scene behind me. I would like to just be awake and alert. <laughs> <laughs> I only I only needed two cups of coffee this morning, so that's a good sign. That is a good sign. How about you, Bree? How are you how are you showing yourself to the world? Um, I'm uh I'm I'm good. I've been dealing with technology problems all day, but none affect the podcast. So Ooh, what kind of technology is, problems? You know um, I'm a I'm an IT guy. I know. And like, but I don't want to take up podcast space. So um, okay. Well, um I might I might offline ask you. We'll talk about um, but I'm just I'm just gonna get worked up if I <laughs> talk about it now. Let me just ask one thing and it'll be a simple yes or no answer. Okay. Does it involve a printer? No. Okay. Because that's a special kind of hell. Yeah. Um, so I had no, no, a job. You, don't, you don't have to get into it. Or is this a different no, story? No. This is a different story. Okay. Okay. I, I had a, a job that um, had like some executive assistant um, parts to it. But what I didn't realize was that I was also the de facto office manager. And so for the first month, people would come up to me and they'd be like, the printer is broken. And I'd just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I had no idea that I was the person that was supposed to be fixing the printer. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> I'd be like, thanks for telling me because I thought they were just like, just so you know, the office wide copier printer is down. Um, it took me took me some time to figure out that that was the no Brie you make the call or you go get everything that's jammed in there out of there you replace the toner um but I did it eventually caught up with me so so you were just sitting there going oh oh thanks I guess I won't print anything then that's exactly what I was doing that's, <laughs> in, the, in the meantime you were supposed to be the agent of of repair Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep oh god that's so good that's funny it was an early early job like I mean I was I was making it just on my um my really eager personality that might not still be here but was very present in my 20s so oh I I did okay I made it through you can you know what I, you can be eager and so can I, but the difference now is that we choose very carefully what we spend our eagerness on. Right. Like yes. you can't just be yes. eager about everything. No. Yeah. It's very, very true. Yeah. Um, so I, I got some feedback. Mm, yes. From please. Our podcast. And I think that this is, I mean, it's not, it's just sort of related. People have been mentioning not just one, like multiple people have mentioned our calm and soothing voices, both mm. of ours. Uh-oh. Apparently we-, we have calm and soothing voices. Okay. Are we going to pivot and make this an ASMR show? I mean, I, I think it's whisper? one of those things that help. <laughs> we can whisper our show. We can whisper. We can. <laughs> um, I'm happy any, any way people want to use this podcast, if they, if they want to fall asleep to it. 
that's fine with me. Hmm. Um, I, have- I imagine, do you, do you have like your ideal world? How is someone listening to this podcast? Like, what are they doing? Okay. This is a great question. And it's one of the reasons why I love podcasts so much. And it's, it's a topic that I've devoted a lot of thought to. I equate podcast listening closer to reading a book than anything else. It's not the same as listening to the radio. It's not the same as watching a movie. It's not the, you know, those things can be enjoyed in multiple numbers, right? You can watch a movie with a lot of people. You can listen to the radio with a lot of people. Um, but typically you wouldn't read a book with anyone other than yourself, right? Yeah. Right. And that's how I, that's where I feel podcasts also fit in, in terms of the personal nature of it. So when I listen to podcasts, I appreciate when the host or hosts um, are talking to me personally. So instead of saying, hey, everybody, it's, it's, hi, how are you? Hey, you. Hey, you. How are you doing? Hey, listener. Um, anyway, and that, that's just my, my philosophy. That's how, I, that's how I think about it. Um, in terms of what are people doing? And that's another great thing about podcasts is you can be washing the dishes. You can be doing laundry. You can be taking your, your walk around the block. You can be riding your bike. Although if you do that, if you listen while you're riding a bike, you only listen with one ear because you want to leave one ear open for traffic. Okay. I, that's just my PSA for today. It's a great PSA. Also, if you're walking on the street, um, I find that I do my best podcast listening when I'm doing tasks that I can kind of be on autopilot. If I'm listening to a podcast and then all of a sudden a, an article pops up that I need to read or, you know, something like that. And then I have to pause because I can't read an article and listen to a podcast at the same time. Ditto. What I've also found is that if I'm winding down at the end of the day and I think that I can listen to a podcast, then I will pass out immediately. And then I wake up in the morning and realize that I now have to go back and mark about 18 podcast episodes as unlistened to, because I totally just slept through all of that. So if you can sleep through 18 podcasts, like it continuing to play. I I've done it. I'm not proud. That's real. <laughs> You're a deep sleeper. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm sure some of that gets incorporated into my dreams, which, you know, might explain why I'm constantly hanging out with Ira Glass in my dreams, but I mean, that's really cute. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, if that's how people want to use this show, if we are a calming presence in your life and 
you need something to just take your mind off and to float off into a restful sleep, then absolutely. Yeah, you can do it. What about you? How do you feel podcasts are best consumed? Um, I mean, I'm right there with you. I mostly listen to podcasts. Um, I have a fanny pack that I will put my phone in, uh, so I can just have my phone and my head, my earbuds with me and just doing the laundry, doing the dishes, cooking dinner is a big podcast time for me. Um, I'll also listen to podcasts when I am walking. I do a lot of walking around mm-hmm. with my dog, Maz. So, but I am really specific about the different kinds of podcasts that I listen to. Like I'll listen to um, some of my, like, like on being and like some of my more like woo podcasts when I'm walking around yeah, so I'll listen a, to, a little more inspirational style. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'll listen to funny or political or funny political podcasts when I'm doing tasks around the house. Okay, so you have four categories of podcasts you listen to. You listen to the spiritual uplifting, you listen to funny, you listen to political, and you listen to funny and political at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Where yeah, do we where do we fit in? Probably. I don't think we're in any of those. <laughs> I think we're a new genre. I think we're a community pod. But I mean, not a new genre. I'm sure that there are more. I mean, we already know there is like um there's one in the area with Good Morning Aurora. Mm-hmm. Um but but apparently your podcast about everything. Yeah. So this flows into something that we mentioned briefly last time. And then you gave me some homework last week to watch an old episode of Regis and Kathy Lee. Yeah. So am, am I to take that as the vibe that we should be going for? Are we the, the Fox Valley Regis and Kathy Lee. I mean, I would love for us to be the Fox Valley Regis and Kathy Lee. Cause I can I, definitely fit the, uh, you know, the curmudgeonly older guy who's sometimes funny part. I think I can step into some Kathy Lee shoes if needed. Uh-huh. I mean, we're also, we can bring our own take. You can bring our own take, but what I love I about so. them is like, they yeah um they do have this like great friendship that we got to watch over years and years um and the real reason that I sent that first episode is I was geeking out because Regis uh is an astrology guy he brought on his own personal astrologer in order to tell them if their show was going to be a success or not (laughs) and he said yes duh don't you think um, but, the guy was afraid he was going to get fired if he said otherwise? I mean, he did say that Regis had um, consulted him on all of his other shows. 
and always said, this is not going to work out. So. But is that, see, this is where I start to take a little bit of issue with astrology and, you know, the reading of the charts and the stars and whatnot is by telling somebody that, does that then plant the seed and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy? Of course. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. All That's right. what astrology is. It's all it's then, all like linking to patterns. That's that's kind of crappy, isn't it? To tell someone no. that your this project that you're working on is going to be a complete failure and then the person is just like, "Oh my god, I'm this is not going to work." And then they end up sabotaging their project. Well, I don't think that that's exactly what happens. I think it's more of a, there are going to be some challenges. You may be able to get through this, but maybe not. Like, I I mean, again, like I'm not, um, I'm actually not into predictive things because again, I believe that there's a million reasons that things succeed or fail. Um, and again, like, you know, it's, but it's just like everything else. Like people say this happened because I prayed, like, is it that they prayed or did it just work out? Like we, we assign meetings to things and like that to me, it's all, it's all intention, like, or it's not provable. Maybe, maybe praying does make a difference and maybe how the stars are aligned or like where the moon's at does make a difference. I don't think we're ever going to have proof of that or anything else like that, like solid, solid proof mm -hmm. ever. But I'm, I'm fine with whatever gets anyone through the day, as long as it's not hurting anybody else. Right. Okay. Which I feel like astrology is not that harmful. Unless you tell someone that they're going to fail. I mean, but people do that all the time without astrology. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I don't know. Okay. So then what's our story? Did you do a chart for, for this show? Or, or um, I wanted your consent to do it. I mean, like I, I did, but like, I don't know if I'm quite ready to talk about it. I would also need your chart. So I need to know your, um, your date of birth and where you've been born so I can line up all yeah, of our charts. And, and my social security number? Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. This is also a scam. This sounds totally <laughs> legit. That's a long con, Bree. How long have we known each other? Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's hope that that's not. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to scam you. I promise. I also know, like, do, are, you, are you scammable? Like. Oh, everyone's scammable. You just got to, you know. I don't know, but like find the right trigger. Yeah, but I mean this in the best way, Jaime. But if I'm gonna scam someone, I'm gonna scam someone with deeper pockets than you. Fair. <laughs> Fair, because really at this point, the only thing you're gonna get out of me is some garbage stickers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um <laughs> I I feel like um I I was uh like living living in Chicago, I mean, I had I had a couple places broken into, and I um, had my wallet pickpocketed when I was eighteen. All of this is like normal, like normal city city stuff. Um, Unfortunately, 
unfortunately. Um, but I was always, that was always my thing is I was like, of all the people, like you picked a broke college student, like why? Well, why I don't, I don't think that pickpockets um, are that discerning, you know, they're not tailing you and, and working out details. I think it's just a crime of opportunity, right? Yeah. And like, and basically what they did was like stole my identity um, and so like uh, set up some. So there's another Brie out there somewhere. Um, How do I know you're the real Brie? I don't know. You don't, you don't. Um, that was when I was really young. Or should I, should I start calling you Kathy, Kathy Brie? Kathy Lee, Kathy Brie. No. Kathy Brie. Brie Lee. Brie Lee. Brie Lee's cute. Brie Lee over here. I think I'm just going to stick with Brie if that's all right with you. That was a terrible idea on my part. Um, um, I, I can't believe I brought up being um, like having places broken into in the in Chicago because I feel like there's already such like a myth of out here in the suburbs about the city being a scary and dangerous place. Um, I just want to like take a second to not debunk that, but um, I have actually called the police. Mm. Careful. That's not how I want to say that. But <laughs> weirder, weirder things have happened out in the suburbs. This is what it sounds like when someone's trying to dig themselves out of a hole. And I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it. Um, but I don't know. Um, I, there are good and bad people everywhere. I felt safer in the city a lot of the times than I do out here in the suburbs. That is like a weird. Okay. You're not, I don't feel like you're helping the situation right now. Um, I don't know. How do, how do we break the stigma that like suburban folks have that the city is a wild, scary, dangerous place? Do you feel that way? Um, I mean, I, not recently, but you know, I have certainly made plenty of trips to the city and you know, knock on wood, um, you know, have emerged relatively unscathed. But I think that there are, um, you can't go in uh, completely naive about some of the things that can happen to one who visits such a place. But then again, you can say that about any place. I think that's my point. Like, yeah. I will, I will say that, um, and like within the first couple months out here, uh, we, this is, this is a story that I have for living out here because I think I, in some ways was more naive out here. We weren't locking our front door because we're like, we live in the suburbs now. Nobody locks their front door. A, that's not true. I'm sure most people do. I do. Um, we didn't. And it was like within the first couple months of us living out here, someone walked into our house. Um, 
they did not mean to walk into our house. They were very, very drunk, just mm-hmm. really, really drunk. Um, but like the feeling of waking up because you hear someone in the house, I can tell you is a really weird feeling. Um, James did not wake up at first and I'm like jabbing him. And then the guy turned on the light, which was our kind of note that like something was up. James flew up, went out and the guy was convinced that this was his friend's house. And he's like, just let me go downstairs and find my friends. And James is like, no, you're in the right, wrong place. You have, you have to go. Um, and he would not leave. Like he just like would not leave. Um, and eventually I had to quietly call the cops because we weren't sure what was, I mean, I I was still in bed, not sure what was going to happen. Um, and then he asked us if we wanted to hide him or if we would hide him. And James is like, I'm really sorry, man, but I'm the one that called you. You gotta, you gotta go. Um, but that was our oh. experience. Yeah, that's that is worthy of a uh, a true freakout for sure. Yeah, it was kind of scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I grew up in uh, in Hammond, which is Northwest Indiana, um, and we grew up uh, locking our doors at every chance we got. And there was also a baseball bat behind the door. So, I mean, that's kind of, <laughs> I, I no longer keep a weapon by the door, but I, I do, I do tend to keep it locked. Yeah. That's so, a good idea. Yeah. And it's okay. You could live in a completely friendly neighborhood, but I, I have never understood the whole, you know, I first started seeing it in movies when I was a kid. Oh no. It's the kind of, the kind of town where you don't have to lock your doors. I'm like, why, why wouldn't you just. (laughs) I know. I know. I, I think it's funny that we, that we didn't. Um, And, but, but you learned your lesson. I mean, yes, yes. We, we now lock our doors, but like, it is like one of those things that like over the past year we've talked in, our household, I've talked to a lot of other folks about like alternatives to calling the police. Um, And like, I think that this is a great example of like, and actually both of the examples that I have of times that I have, because there isn't another alternative. Um, The other time was a neighbor was, um, was had overdosed and his girlfriend had come to me for help and I don't, didn't know what to do. And so I called because I figured they would send an ambulance with, with Narcan and, and he was okay. But um, that was also something that I assumed would happen in the city and not, not in my neighborhood in Batavia. Like, so um, I don't know. Again, I'm not, I'm not going to get too political on our podcast. I apologize. Too late. But too late. Too late. Um, I do like 
but I think that that's something interesting is like when people talk about like defunding the police, they're not talking about necessarily getting rid rid of police. It's just it's making services like that, like non emergency mm-hmm. shootout right things. It's it's we, yeah, distributing we the wealth of who is who is interacting. We don't necessarily want you to get in trouble and go to jail for what's happening. We just want to make sure that everyone is safe. Yes. Yeah. And not be a part of escalating. So like in both of those situations, like I can look back and be like, I wish I had an alternative that would have kept both this person safe and me safe. Mm -hmm. And both times it worked out, but, um, but I can see how it could have gone wrong. So. I've got one more note about um, stigmas and stereotypes. um, And we, then we should probably go on to the next topic, but um, I don't know if you know who Bill catching is. Uh, He is the um, uh, Aurora township supervisor. Currently used to be a a reporter for the beacon news back in the day, but um, so he wrote a tweet. Um, yesterday that I saw and he took a little small road trip to a town in Illinois. I will not name specifically. He does. I'm not going to, but it's approximately 50 miles Southwest of here for a little day trip sounds like, and he was visiting a local establishment and the owner asked him where he was from. And Bill said, I'm from Aurora. And the owner asked if he was in a gang. Oh my God. That was, you know, that was like the first thing that came to mind. And I have heard similar, um, sentiments from you know from people around this area as well and i feel like you know that's unfortunate number one number two um you know how do we get past this yeah you know i have a lot of friends in aurora i have spent a lot of time in aurora and also, um, Elgin gets the same treatment as well. Yeah. Oh, don't go there. Um, I'm sick of it. And so um, I am interested in uh, trying to uh, trying to improve improve people's thoughts on 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 these particular places in our community because that is it's damaging. Um, to just constantly reinforce those terrible stereotypes. Yeah. And, um, and like I said, there are good and bad people everywhere and there are good things and bad things that happen everywhere. And I don't think it is uh, in our best interest as a community to just point fingers and draw little circles around certain towns and decide that that's where all the bad stuff happens i agree all right and 
Let's figure it out. Let's let's solve this problem. Let's figure it out. Um, yeah, maybe not tonight. Not tonight. Not going to happen tonight. But um, but I am but interested. In, yeah, I, I'm interested in being part of the conversation. You know, I yeah. I also so I did something. Um, I googled what what is the Fox Valley. Mm. Um, because the Fox Valley is bigger. Um, I mean, honestly, it's a lot bigger than what I thought it was. Well, sure. It goes up into Wisconsin. It does, which I think, um, I do feel like we're probably, we're both in Batavia. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have a, right now we have a pretty decent reach probably down to Aurora and up through St. Charles. Well, right now the reach is about three, a three block radius around our houses. Well, because the only feedback we've gotten so far is from your husband who lives in your house and from Rachel who lives about a block away from me. Okay. Well, I didn't necessarily mean (laughs) who is getting back to us. I meant within within our personal networks, yeah. within the people who are listening. I know we have a St. Charles mm-hmm. listener. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have any Aurora listeners, but I'm pretty sure yeah. that we could. Um, I'm, I'm saying that like our personal networks take us sure. probably around I, there. Yeah, I would say even maybe a, li- a little farther south of uh, Aurora as well. I think we can do a little... Uh, Montgomery, Oswego, Yorkville stuff as well. That was, uh, I was, I was going to ask about that, but like, I, I do, I feel like, I also feel like I can, um, I can speak to the definitely St. Charles mm-hmm. down to Yorkville. Um, Yorkville is yes. It's after Oswego. Can't yeah. speak that well to it. Um, but like, I, but I, I do, if anyone is listening in Wisconsin, if anyone finds a Fox Valley voice in Wisconsin, we want to hear from you. We'd love you to be a part of this. But I do feel like as we're building, we're probably going to start having in the center area of Batavia and then moving out first round, probably Elgin to um, Yorkville. Yeah. Is that fair? I think that's very fair. Because like also going south, it goes south to like Ottawa. Uh-huh. Um, well, and there's no, there's no reason why we wouldn't be able to talk with anyone from anywhere. But in terms of our knowledge of community type uh, topics and events. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But also, you know, and this is what I like to think. Just because the newspaper is called the New York Times doesn't mean all they talk about is New York. That's true. That's true. I agree. I mean, and I think it's great. Like, I, um, I'd also be interested to hear people who are curious about what it's like to live here. Mm-hmm. If people are interested in that. Um, and we would tell them, lock your doors. <laughs> Uh, you see what I did there? I did. I did. Um, so yeah. 
I have a question for you. Shoot. How did you enjoy the Fox Valley this week? You know, um, the the weekend was pretty fantastic. Um, I got to spend a decent amount of time outside on both uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, visited a couple of um, outdoor beer gardens. Ooh. And made made sure that I stayed plenty far away from other people because I'm still not entirely comfortable sitting at a table next to another table full of unmasked people. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying personally, it looks like vaccines are on the way. So I'm just choosing to, to slow play that until, you know, till we, we get the shots. Um, but anyway, uh, and, and we can talk about that in a second here because there, there's some vaccine developments uh, in, in our area recently. But um, yeah, so Saturday went to Brother Chimp and had some of uh, Steve Newman's new um, Pilsner, uh, the name of which I have forgotten and we are going to have to fact check for next time. Um, so that was very enjoyable. And then uh, came back and grilled some bratwurst and Polish sausage on outside on a grill. Cool. Yeah. And then uh, yesterday was Sunday and got the bike out and filled up the tires and took it for a little spin around the, uh, the river trail. And then uh, enjoyed a couple of beers outside at the Sidecar Supper Club. Ah, formerly known as River's Edge. Formerly River's Edge. Yes, they have rebranded and, but still under the wonderful management of Melissa Mono. Uh, still cranking out super tasty beers and amazing uh, food from uh, from Chef Rick. And yeah. Yeah. It was a good weekend. Yeah. How about you? Um, so also spent a lot of time outside. Um, I, I am not, um, I'm not patio sitting yet mm-hmm. for similar reasons of just, I've made it this far without doing anything like that. Um, might as well wait until I have a vaccine that feels again, like, on the horizon. Um, but we had some dear city friends who have a three-year-old. Uh, they live in Chicago. They drove out to the fire museum in Aurora mm. because um, Carmine, their kid, is obsessed with fire trucks and wants to be a fireman. And wow. so they brought him out and took him to the fire museum and the pictures are so cute. Did he lose his mind? Yes. Because that's a pretty then, cool museum if you if you dig fire trucks. Yeah. Yeah. Was really into it. He had his own fire um, fire jacket on, and I guess um, bought out the gift shop. <laughs> but we they had grabbed some food and we're doing a little picnic 
in Aurora at Island Park. And so we went and met them and did a little socially distanced hello. Um, and it was good to see them because we hadn't seen them in years, honestly, because between um, folks' schedules and the pandemic and them having a very small child, mm-hmm. just hadn't hadn't seen them in a long time. So. And can I just say, what a cool name, Carmine? Yeah. For a for for a little kid, that's yeah. um, that's a bold move, but I think it's one that pays off big time. I think it's a family name. I think it was Tony's dad. If yeah. I'm well, a kudos to uh, to stick in with the family name. Yeah. Not that they need my blessing or anything, but. No. They, they really don't, they but don't. I'm sure they'll be happy to have it. <laughs> sure they'll be happy to have it. But it was it was good. It was it was one of those things too. Uh, so we hadn't met we hadn't met their kiddo yet, and it made me also recognize how much I miss kiddos. I haven't seen any of my like my the kiddos in my life, mostly because they're mostly in Chicago, the, the, like the young ones. Um, so yeah, can't wait, can't wait till we all have vaccines and can be around kids. Those of us non-parents, I'm sure most parents are like, cool, Brie, take my kids, take, take my kids as long as you want. No, having lots of family time right now. They've been locked up with their kids for a year. So they're trying to figure out how to send their kids away for a year just to even everything out well they can um once things are a little bit like chiller they can come spend a weekend and with auntie brie so not random not not people that i mean actually right now everyone that listens to this podcast i'm probably friends with so yes you can send your kids if you don't know me the answer is no um <laughs> so <laughs> but thank you but for, yeah, we, for spelling that out though yes um, and then we got a, we picked up a pizza from Raimondo's. Oh, yes. We got the Reuben pizza, Ooh. which is the March special. And it is um, a base layer of Thousand Island mm-hmm. and then uh, corned beef with like Swiss cheese over it. And it probably sounds disgusting, but I find it incredible. It's so good. It is number two only to my favorite pizza from Raimondo's, which is, I believe, the August special, which is the Big Mac pizza. The Big Mac pizza. Yeah. So good. For sure. Um, I feel like I've had the Reuben at some point, not recently, but um, I mean, everything they do is pretty top notch. I agree. I agree. Um, my favorite of all time from Raimondo's. And this is in North Aurora for those of you who um, are now salivating. Um, They did a special, they have done in the past, a special around um, Mardi Gras time, which is basically a a Cajun pizza where they do, the sauce is like a, you know, like a a red um, spicy Cajun flavored sauce. And they put shrimp and andouille sausage 
on the pizza. And uh, it's pretty spectacular. Um, yeah. So yeah, thanks, Bree. Really now I'm going to have to order some Raimondos uh, in short order. Uh, and for folks that don't know, Raimondos and Brother Chimp are in the same little strip mall area. Yep. They're right next door to each other. Uh, I mean, not physically next door, but um, basically the same parking lot ish yeah so it's really easy to go over there and grab yeah. a pizza grab a growler yep and that is on the southwest corner of randall road and orchard in north yep. aurora yep. just south of um you know right after you pass mooseheart if you're heading south on randall so um you i think we're getting to this but i thought it'd be cool if we had a hot goss se section of the podcast meaning hot gossip which um, and but like i i don't gossip so i i mean i don't gossip either like i i actually i feel like we are both very anti-gossip and we're not going to talk about people right well it it directly violates one of the four agreements yes which is to um use your words with be impeccable with your word be impeccable with your words so that was just a fun way to say new things going on cool things going on okay well we're gonna have to rename this segment um because I, I, want... I thought it was being funny Jaime. <sighs> i liked i liked it because i thought it would be funny for for us to say hey it's the hot goss section and then be like there's a vaccine place opening up, opened up in Batavia. Uh -huh. We've got a mass vaccine site. That's, that's my hot, hot goss of the week. That's the hot, hot goss of the week. Okay. Sure. How about a hot goose? How about the hot goose section? Hot goose? I don't know. <laughs> the, the real goose? The real goose here. The real goose is here. <laughs> yeah. Get your goose here. I mean, I feel like we could continue to workshop this. Yeah. I want something that's like sexier than breaking news because it's also not probably going to be breaking news because no. we're a weekly podcast. Yeah. Um, but like things we're excited about. Mm -hmm. um, okay. I... I liked pretending it was a gossip section. I can see why you find that problematic. I am now fully on board with it having something to do with a goose. And maybe we could even have a sound cue before each time where there are goose honks. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm starting to swing over to, to the goose side. Cool, cool. We'll keep we'll keep workshopping the goose the, section. The, the goose, the the true goose, the the big fat goose, the the real goose. The real goose. Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay. So that's kinda... here. Here we are with the real goose. 
So Jaime, what do you know about this new vac- vaccination site? This this sounds like a term that may have been used back in the twenties. You know, like the uh, the slick, you know, newspaper reporter guy. Say, well, say, I've got the real goose on this guy. I love that. Also, we're in the twenties again, there and just feel like things could get really weird. Yeah. Um, post post panda. So. And we can talk like that, see? I don't think I can do it. Okay. But I'll work on it. I'll workshop that. Okay. All right. The real goose. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this week, uh, it was announced that the former Sam's Club in Batavia on Randall Road is now known as the Cane Vax Hub. Yeah. Canevax.org is where you can go. The Kane County Health Department has set up a, uh, a website where you can check to see if you are eligible and uh, search for and sign up for appointments to get vaccinated. And I'm not going to go over everything because that's why the website is there. But um, now this is in addition to the vaccination site that is at or soon to open, um, where did I just see this? Carson Peary Scott on uh, North Lake Street in Aurora. Mm-hmm. They used to do the um, the the reselling of the uh, old stock at uh, at that location. It's over by uh, Thrift and Dollar, one of our favorite Dollar. places. Love Thrift and Dollar. Shout out to Thrift and Dollar. But uh, yeah, so um, I think that one is open as well now. So uh, help is on the way, folks. Yeah. Very excited. Yes, I just hope I just hope that um, we're not going a little too crazy with people. I mean, the the weather is nice. There were a lot of people out this weekend, not all masked, and I'm sure not all vaccinated yet. So please just hang in there just a little while longer. Yes, please. Let's and um, if anyone is feeling the peer pressure to go out, know that, that there are some people still not going out. I'm not going out. I'm not going to go out until I'm fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are going out, be be safe. Wear your mask. Masks are cool. Masks are very cool. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the main reasons that I don't go out is because I can't control other people. And as much as I probably would if I could, I can't. And so it's for me, I found the safest, um, the safest choice, both for my actual health and also for my mental health. Because when I see a big group of people who aren't masked, I get mad or I got, I I used to get mad. Now I'm just, I'm in my hidey hole. So Mm -hmm. I try to be chill about it, but 
it's tough. It's tough because especially with the, the one year anniversary of, of lockdown, basically people are tired. They're sick of it. And they're just ready to, to just get back to quote unquote normal. But, um, man, it would really suck to get this close and, and then come down with it and, and either, you know, some people catch it and are done with it and they're fine. Other people have long-term effects and other people die. And so it would just be an absolute shame at this point when we are so close to getting mass vaccinations, get back to some semblance of normalcy. Let's, let's not die right there. Yeah. Two feet from the finish line. Yeah. I'm with you. And yeah, like, I mean, I'm, even I'm getting itchy. I know that I'm getting itchy and I'm, I was kind of okay being introverted for quite a long time, but with this, um, there is excitement on the horizon. Mm-hmm. So, well, and being able to at least step outside the house, uh, is going to be helpful as well. Yeah. You know, spend some time out in the yard, maybe, Yeah. you know, I did a patio cleanup yesterday. Got it. Got it. Like looking all cute for porch sitting season. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got I'm, the bird. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Drinking beer outside this weekend was very enjoyable. Good for your heart. It was. It was. Seeing the sunshine through the glass, casting a beer shadow onto the table. It was it was it was it was glorious. So I got some more I got another real goose. Oh I got another real goose. Hit me. Um they this is again, this is Batavia. I hope I hope we uh, get some non-Batavia news. It's just what I have available at my fingertips right now, to be honest. But um, they announced what's going into the boardwalk shops. Oh, did they? Yeah. And how, I am... How many boardwalk so shops are there? Oh, I actually don't know. Um, well, I like wish... Eight of them? I think they added two more. I think Ooh. there might be 10 this year. Okay. Um, I think I'm correct about that. I don't know. Fact check. Yeah, that's going to have to be a fact check. And I can't tell you all of the businesses. Um, and I'll try, I'll be vague so I don't overshout anybody out. But we can put that information into our fact check or into our show notes. Yeah. So people can find them. But I do know that there's going to be a uh, farm stand uh, from a nearby farm. And I've been following them on Instagram. And I'm very excited about that. Excited to get fresh eggs and vegetables. All, you know, like on days that aren't Saturday at the farmer's market. Right. Um, And that's only from 8 to 12. Yeah. The farmer's market. Yeah. So it's a nice like extension. Sometimes I want fresh eggs. I want to pick them up on a Thursday, you know? There's also, there's a flower, flower stand of, um, from a flower farmer. 
that's also from like local. Okay. Any, be any pizza a, farmers? Pizza there's no pizza farmers. farmers. We have we have enough pizza in Batavia and the Fox Valley. Never. Never. Oh my gosh. Um uh, plant shop. There's a plant shop. Very excited about that. Okay. I mean, you're not as excited about any of these as I am. No, I'm not, honestly. But um I'm excited for you. Thank you. Thank oh. you. How about a skateboard shop? I could really use a nice rad skateboard shop. I don't think there's a skateboard shop. Dang it. We don't have a skateboard shop in Batavia, which we should. It would make sense. Sure. I mean, I love skateboarding. Do you really? Did you? <laughs> no. No, I'm not a skater. Were you ever? No, I have never been that cool. Oh, nope. you're very cool, Jaime. Mm. Cool. I mean, like Regis cool, you know, like the kind of cool where everyone's like, oh, oh, Regis. I mean, like when we say, I think that the thing is, is that sometimes when we talk about cool, we're all talking about what we thought was cool when we were 15 years old. And we really had need to expand that. Like, <laughs> feel like also, I mostly hear men around your age when talking about being in bands or skateboarding be like, oh yeah, I wasn't that cool. Like, it's only cool when you're 15 and 16. Like. Mm. Being in a band is only cool when you're 15? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Kind of, yeah. It only has that cachet. I don't know. I, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with you. If I was invited to join a dad band right now, I would totally do it. Only for the cool points, though, or just because you thought you'd enjoy it? little of both. See, then you're cool. You're cool, Jaime. You're cool. Do you play an instrument? I do. What do you play? Bass guitar. But okay. you knew that, didn't you? I'm sure I did. I just, you know, you forget some things. Yeah. I haven't seen you with a bass in a while. Yeah, no, no. The bass is what I always wanted to play. I really wanted my parents to get me a bass. Yeah, and because why? Because it's the coolest. Yeah, I I was I was definitely yeah like when I was fifteen I wanted to skateboard and uh, play the bass. I did have a skateboard. I never learned how to skate though. Hmm. Never too late. Um, I thought about it. I actually thought about during COVID getting a skateboard and trying to teach myself, and then I think. I think James reminded me of this and I agreed with him that maybe it was not the time to do things where I would hurt myself and have to possibly go to the hospital. Yeah. And um, I think in general, I am a clumsy person. So we decided not to try to um, skateboard when I'm pushing very close to 40. Mm. Okay. I missed, uh, I missed my, I missed my time. All right. Well, maybe for, for now, for now, we'll for see. Now. Yeah. Maybe when I turn 40, 
we'll get you we'll get you a skateboard for your like 40th skateboard for my 40th birthday <laughs> i will start hanging out at the skate park um by the river and make all of the teenage kids hanging out there really uncomfortable probably they yeah. probably don't want someone that looks like or is friends with their mom at the skate park. I think that is all very probable. That's a, yeah. but it's fun to think about. It is fun to think about. I think we could do like a little short film about that. Yeah. Maybe we will. Again, we've got two years to um, really get this project up and running so we can move on to the uh, documentary about Brie learning to skate. Okay. All right, Brie. Um, I think it's time to to wrap it up unless you got any more geese. No, nah, man. Oh. I got no more geese. Okay. I think I'm this was, uh, I think this was strong. I, th- I feel like yeah. this was a strong episode. I do too. I do. Let's, uh, let's pat each other on the back and um, we shall reconvene next week yeah okay all right and then maybe someday i'll actually look at you with with my actual eyes yes i'm excited to be face to face um it's kind of ironic that we are two blocks away from each other and yet we're just talking to each other on the computer it's it's true i still feel like i've seen you more than just about anyone else in this face-to-face in this pandemic time. That's true. Okay. For, Always like for yeah. a walk or socially distance on a, on a back porch. Yeah. Backyard, but. Well, yeah. Happy days will soon be here again. Yes. Yes, it, they will. Yeah. It's, uh, it's in the astrology chart. It is. Send me your birth date and where you're born. Why, why don't you I'll have a little section. Send I'll have a little astrology section next next bat. Send me a form, okay, of all the personal information I need to fill out and then I'll I'll get it back. I, I will. I will do that. It's just your birth date and your place of birth. And then all of a sudden you're driving around a new car. Oh my gosh, Jaime. <laughs> all right. Why would you trust me? <laughs> Bye, Bree. Bye.